That's right. Save me from that fucking song. <laughs> Remy, somewhere below you two and yet slightly above Coldplay. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> spot on. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello. Uh, that was Remy Zero with Save Me, as everyone in the world would know as a theme to Smallville. Because uh, this is the year 2021, which is the 20th anniversary of the first episode of Smallville. It was just a couple, like, I don't know, about a month ago. That makes me feel remarkably old. Yeah, I was uh, like a junior in high school, I think, when it started. Wow. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe I was even a senior. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. This is uh, uh, Smallville. We're talking Smallville today. But not just any Smallville. Absolute Justice. Aha! The 11th episode, kind of? 11th? It's, it's basically like a mini-movie within Smallville. Um, in the ninth season, uh, that sets up, uh, superheroes in Smallville. Nine years! And they finally got to some superheroes. <laughs> Took them a while, but... <laughs> a show about Superman! <laughs> and its ninth year established that there are superheroes. That's not 100% true, because the fucking Green Arrow's been on it for a while, and, uh, uh, the, the little proto-Justice League had already been on it, like, Cyborg was in a couple episodes, and The Flash, well, Impulse, and Aquaman. Um, so yeah, anyway, so yeah, we're going to watch Absolute Justice. Again, this is the ninth season. Uh, I don't know what disc this is, but whatever. Episode 11. We're going to hit play in a second. <laughs> and uh, talk about it. So ready? Three, two, one, go! Save me! Remy Zero. <laughs> I forgot it just jumps right in. It does. Uh, yeah, look at that CGI city. <laughs> Metropolis. Here's one of the things. Did, did they go to the clock tower here? Are they in the clock? Yeah, no, there's a, that's a no, clock tower right there. Yeah, but they're not in it. Oh. Oh no, this is uh so this this uh coffee shop. It's called like Radus or Radus or whatever. Oh this is from the Green Lantern comic book series, the one in the '90s with uh, uh Kyle Rayner. Yeah. That's where he used to go to get coffee all the time and, and oh. draw. So nice they, little Easter egg. Yeah, they threw that in there. And there's Chloe, well, cult leader Chloe. <laughs> I know. Allison Mack. That really puts a, it's a dark shadow over the rest of the series. Before her, the worst was uh, fucking Sam Jones, the guy that played, uh, uh, what's the character's name? Pete? Pete Ross? Oh, yeah? He's not in these later seasons. He left. But he was Clark's best friend in the first few seasons. Oh. Um, he got thrown in jail for fucking selling Oxycontin. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the worst that this cast had. Okay, so now we've got Sylvester Pemberton here. Uh, the Star-Spangled Kid. Great name, by the way. Looking exactly like Jack Knight, a.k.a. Starman. Leather jacket, star staff, or the, the star rod, whatever. Um, he looks exactly like Jack Knight. That kind of irritates me that they always combine those characters. <laughs> and every time they do, they use Pemberton. They don't use Jack Knight. Hmm. They do the same thing on the Stargirl TV series. Because Jack Knight is a great character, and Starman is one of the best comics ever written. Jack doesn't get his fair due. He does not. Okay. So yeah, uh, Sylvester Pemberton here has set up the JSA. Um, that uh, star rod there that he's holding was designed by Tony Harris, yeah. who I've met. He's an amazing comic book artist who designed that star rod for uh, uh, James Robinson's Starman comic. If you've never read that, you fucking should. <laughs> 
put it on the list. It's everything that's great about the 90s in one comic. Really? Yeah, it's just that like weird 90s vibe with like art deco art and I don't know, it's it's cool. Sounds tempting. Energy firing. <laughs> uh, yeah, um Pemberton, this... sorry, go ahead. No, you first. I was just say Pemberton gets killed here. Uh Goes out like a little bitch. <laughs> he, does, he does disappear from the show very fast. But so do all the JSA in this. Apparently in the original script, they only had they only had the budget for three JSA members. Oh. So it was going to be Stargirl, uh, Dr. Fate, and Hawkman. And then as they were, uh, Jeff Johns wrote these episodes. As he was writing, he was like, well, you got to set up Stargirl, so we'll throw in Star Spangled Kid slash Starman. Um, throw him in the beginning. And then as they were filming, they got a little bit more budget. So they're like, oh, we'll throw in Sandman also. Oh, look at that. Wax. It's very clearly wax. That's not ice. You're not cold. You're warm. Wow. Look at those early 2000s pants. Did you see that? Yes. There, I have to say, there's those a couple. Flared bottoms. <laughs> Jesus. There's quite a few outfits in the show that I'm like, I think I had that. Yeah. Uh, the guy that plays Pemberton it was on this show earlier. In like season three, maybe as a different character. Oh yeah, he looks completely different too. So might as well just be a different guy. <laughs> I do recognize him from other movies. I I've never seen him in anything. He's like a Canadian actor. He's done a lot of Canadian TV. David Keith, I want to say. I... That's not him. <laughs> that's definitely not him. I know who you're thinking of, and that's not him. Okay. <laughs> you know the dad from Daredevil. Oh yes, yes, that's yes, David yeah. Keith. Yeah, that's not him. Uh, that goes back to an old joke. Oh, wait, here's a song. Someone is me. Uh, it goes to an old joke between Bear and I when we did a commentary for Daredevil in our old podcast, The Commentary Cast. Uh, he just, on his notes, he wrote, David Keith doesn't equal Keith David. And then he put joke, question mark? <laughs> like, is there, is there a joke there somewhere? Possibilities to be explored. Oh, yeah. Justin Hartley plays Green Arrow in this show. Mm -hmm. uh, he is kind of a comic book, or specifically DC comic book all-star, because he played uh, Green Arrow in this. He played Aquaman in the Aquaman pilot. Oh. It was originally called Mercy Reef. It was supposed to be a Smallville spinoff, and then it didn't really happen. So he got folded into this as Green Arrow, because that show uh, didn't get past the pilot. Uh, and then he just recently voiced Superman in the Injustice animated movie. Uh, animated movie. Excuse me. All right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Pam Greer. She's not on the screen yet. I just saw her name. <laughs> uh, I forgot that she played Waller in this. Best thing about this episode. I'm just going to yeah. say it now. <laughs> I So Smallville has a weird place in my heart because it's really important for comic book adaptations. Mm -hmm. But... And a lot of people watched it in the beginning, and I think a lot of people tapered off by probably season four or five. And so everyone assumes that, that that's kind of where it was stuck. This teen WB drama, you get one look at the superpowers at the end of every episode, and that's it. And he fights the freak of the week. But the later seasons, specifically like nine and ten, I think are really pretty good. Mm. You get the superhero shit. Season ten introduces Deadshot, the rest of the Suicide Squad... Uh, it introduces uh, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, um, the fucking Legion of Doom show up briefly in one episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, and the Legion of Superheroes show up eventually. So it, it gets really comic booky later. Uh, it just didn't start that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're really limited by it 
early 2000s TV budget. Yes, that's true. That's, they have that working against them. But no, it sounds like the show grows up. Yeah. Um, I was not privy to Smallville. I had to hear about it a lot from my friends who did watch it, because again, didn't have TV. Um, but you know, quite a few of my friends loved it and watched it religiously. Um, and I probably saw pieces of it as yeah. a teenager going over to their house. But this is my first real sit down, watch a few episodes, try and get a feel for the characters. Yeah. I didn't watch the first few seasons when it was new. I started watching it in college because this guy that I know named Derek, redact his last name, I won't say it. <laughs> I say this guy I know because he wasn't a friend of mine. I actually fucking hated him. Um, came over to my house one time. He used to do that. We'd just come over to hang out. I didn't want to hang out with him. <laughs> and uh, he, he was like, you guys want to watch Smallville? I'm like, I, not really. But he brought the first season. And I was like, well, can I borrow it? Because I kind of want to watch it. Like, just not right now. He's like, yeah, sure. So I just took it from him. I never gave it back. <laughs> Poor Derek. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Somewhere out there, he's like, I thought Colby was my friend. No, he knew I wasn't his friend. <laughs> I, I did not. I, no. I, I'm not like that. If I don't like you, I'll tell you. That overture was not made. There was many, like, why are you here, Derek? I don't. <laughs> we're not friends. Why are you trying to force this friendship? <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. Oh. You have a hot sister, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> High school Colby's coming back. <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> uh, Smallville. So anyway. I got, oh, she mentioned Wesley Dodds. That's the whole reason that this is a Vertigo thing. Fucking here we go. Wesley Dodds. There's the Sandman mask. I feel like they did a good job of setting that up. Yeah. And it, like, he's got, you know... Uh, this is the version of Dodds that uh, has the pr uh, premonitions of crime when he sleeps. Mm -hmm. So he's got all that coffee there trying to stay awake. It's a little dream journal. Poor guy. He falls asleep and dreams of icicle. Pemberton grunting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a decent enough way to hide the budget because <laughs> it did not have the special effects budget to actually do like a laser fight with, with the star staff and... Uh, icicles like mystic icicles or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah they like you said they have some constraints they had to work in and there's wesley dodds in the full glory drinking coffee um who plays him again i don't know he doesn't even have any lines no, he <laughs> but i just i love this i really like the design of his costume and just the fact that we got a live action wesley dodds that's fucking cool there's his gas gun and everything it looks exactly like the comic I wish that he had stayed in this episode longer. Yeah, I, but like I mentioned with the budget, he was like a last-minute addition. Yeah. Like, it was literally like day before, like, fuck it, let's put a, put together a Sandman costume and throw him in. He did a good job. Yeah, I mean, again, it looks like the Sandman. And I don't know why, but even, I think this actor does a good job, because even though he dies almost instantly, like right now, um, he feels very sympathetic. Yeah, you, you get the uh, pain that he's living in. Right. Having that power, premonition power. Uh, and you do see him in flashbacks later. True, 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 true. But I have to say, um, one of the downsides of this episode for me is that I, the villain is not strong at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Icicle Jr. So Jeff Johns is a big old boner for Icicle Jr. I don't know why. He uses him in a lot of adaptations like this. Um, I think the episodes of Young Justice that he wrote features him and... Oh, fuck. Uh, Stargirl. He's in that quite a bit, too. Hmm. I don't know why. Because <laughs> that's... I can't remember what's Bicycle Junior's name. 
is re- like the character's real name. Yeah, um, I saw it when I was so there's on there's because there's two icicles and they're both in this, which is it's fun to see that like uh, legacy. Um, is Cameron Ma Kent? Okay, that's right. Because his dad is Jor Ma Kent. Okay, thank you. And again, they're both in this, and uh, they're both in the Flash. Also, no, I take that back. Only Ju- Jor is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Courtney Whitmore, speaking of Stargirl. Uh, and, of course, Jeff Johns loves putting Stargirl in because he created that character. Uh, she's based on his dead sister. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. His, his little sister died at a young age, and he created the character of Courtney Whitmore as, like, a tribute to her in the late 90s. Yeah. That strikes a heartstring. Yeah. So, yeah, so because of that, if going to do JSA, he's going to throw her in. And uh, and then he's one of the producers and creators of the show Stargirl, which is a really fucking good show. <laughs> so, like, Smallville kind of... I, I got sidetracked there, but... So this idiot Derek left his DVD with me. <laughs> I watched it in... When I got back to college, I watched the first season. And then I bought... I think there was only three seasons out by then. I bought seasons two and three, watched those, and then watched the rest as it was new. And... Uh, uh, it's one of those weird shows that like predicted a lot of TV now, <laughs> you know, like so much there's, look at the CW, 80% of their shows are comic book adaptations. Right. Cause Arrow spun out, well, didn't spin out, but Arrow is a result of this. Mm-hmm. Arrow led to the flash, which led to legends of tomorrow, which led to fucking, uh, black lightning, um, uh, others, you know, Batwoman, <laughs> uh, Stargirl, Titans. <laughs> lots and lots of progeny. Yeah, all of that, all of that exists because of Smallville. So, yeah, it, it does credit where credit is due. Uh, here's Dr. Hamilton. This character, or this character, Dr. Hamilton, is from the Superman comics. He's been around for ages. But the actor who plays him, I think, is Al- Alessandro Giuliani or something like that. Yeah, also Giuliani. Um, he is also in Man of Steel. Oh, is he? As a different character. Oh. But Professor Hamilton is also in Man of Steel, played by, I think, Richard Schiff or something. And they share the screen a few times. <laughs> That's really weird to see the professional ha- Professor Hamilton from Smallville talking to the Professor Hamilton of the movie. <laughs> Part of the multiverse, maybe? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is now. <laughs> yeah. Because of Crisis on Infinite Earths, Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the flash from that continuity is in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and the S- Superman Clark of this continuity is also in that. There so it's go. all it's all together now. Do these two have a thing later on in the series? No, <laughs> she she gets together with Green Arrow. Oh, okay. This is a small. <laughs> well, just a funny editing thing that I've noticed in the episodes that I have watched. And it's not a big deal. It just struck me as kind of odd. Like, there's a couple scenes where a character will say something final. Yeah. And they'll, like, cut to the other person's reaction. They won't say anything. They'll just be like, hmm. they'll nod. That's a very, uh, <laughs> just that, that, that style is very, like, WB, CW, teen drama. Mm, yeah. <laughs> always have to have the reaction shot. <laughs> so this scene here with, uh. Uh, the JSA, you see all the other JSAers here. Like you saw Al Pratt, who's the Atom, and Wildcats, and uh, Ma Hunkle shows up too. Oh, is she in there? <laughs> uh, maybe not here, but she shows up later. Um, but this room that he's in has got the tile floor, mm-hmm. 
and this logo that they show in a second on the wall, when I saw that, I fucking freaked out <laughs> because it's the Checkmate logo, and I'm a huge fan of the Checkmate comic. There it is. Look at that fucking thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's um, Force X, right? No. Checkmate. It's its own thing. Greg Rucka wrote the Checkmate series in the 2000s, and it was a fucking amazing comic book. But the Checkmate comic from the early 90s, which tied in with Suicide Squad quite a bit, was also really good. That one was written by Paul Kupperberg. But uh, just a really great, like, uh, uh, espionage, superheroic DC series. Um, but the Checkmate book in the 2000s, I cannot recommend highly enough. It's really tied in with the overall DC continuity, but it features some great characters like uh, like Michael Holt, Mr. Terrific, who's actually mentioned in this episode, <laughs> is a really one of the main characters in that. He's a character that I fucking love. Um, now here we go. This is the the like newsreel where they show the old JSA members. Oh yeah, Ma Ma Hunkle does yeah. appear in this. But yeah, uh, so checkmate. Check it out. Yeah, it's a, it's a great series. But yeah, like so here we we show uh, there's Pemberton. Um, looks like he was being arrested at the Daily Planet because they only have like two sets. <laughs> And then, like, he names off a bunch of superheroes, which is cool. Like, oh, is this, uh, this is where you see, uh, Wesley, Wesley Dodds. Yeah. And, and there's Diane! Diane Belmont! Uh-huh. I would have loved to have seen more of their story. Yeah. <laughs> but I know it's not about Wesley. Yeah, yeah that's, there you go. Stand by Mystery Theater adaptation right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show, uh, I like how the color starts to bleed in a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, there's the Adam, Al Pratt. Oh. He's really big in this, and in the comic, he was he was called the Pocket Dynamo because <laughs> he was really short. That was his power. He was short and strong. <laughs> this guy is not short. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and there's Ted Grant's gym. There's the Wildcat. Ah! Wildcat was in an issue of Sandman. Which one? Uh, the Golden Boy, the one with Prez. Oh, okay. That's Ted Grant. Mm-hmm. He's our heavyweight champion. <clears throat> and then uh, there's the Flash's helmet. Oh, there he is. Uh, so Jay Garrick, that version of the Flash, shows up in Smallville Season 11. Oh, yeah. Which is a comic series. Oh, yeah, and there's Alan Scott, Green Lantern. In the comic book series, Smallville Season 11, uh, Garrick comes back and starts training in the next generation of superheroes. Mm. Smallville season 11 just went for it. Like, they were like, fuck it. Superheroes everywhere. They <laughs> embraced <laughs> Ah, uh, there's my, my uncle, Red Tornado. <clears throat> oh, they just briefly went back past Kent Nelson, who you see later. Oh, yes. He will make his appearance. I love how, like, are we supposed... Are they supposed to be seeing that footage? It doesn't seem like they'd just be filming people chatting in jail. but they keep the style (laughs) it's really like weirdly edited like it's edited like it's a tv show but it's supposed to be uh uh fucking yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like whenever you see security cam footage in a movie but it's like there's cuts to it (laughs) (laughs) and like that's not how security cams work whatever (laughs) whoever was documenting this was like no no no, we need to edit it down but it is a good way to introduce you to kind of who the characters are. And yeah, exactly. Carter Hall was just mentioned. That's Hawkman. And like, uh, so we just pointed out the fact that Wesley Dodds obviously is Sandman. And then uh, pointed out that uh, 
Wildcat is in an issue of Sandman, but also the entire JSA show up in in Sandman. That uh, season of mist storyline where uh, Odin has them all trapped in Ragnarok. Yeah. So like yeah, there there you go. This is a Vertigo adaptation. Absolutely. <laughs> There's the brownstone. That's a well uh, well used uh, location in the JSA comics. It's like their headquarters. Okay. Part museum, part, uh, part, uh, I don't know, superhero meeting place. Really badass loft apartment. <laughs> yeah. It's just a cool old brick building with a bunch of superhero shit in it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd live there. One of the things I really like about this is later when Courtney is talking to them, she has a comment about, uh, about, wait, what? something, this doesn't really add up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just because he said the museum's closed. Like, so there's a public museum to this team of superheroes that, right. no, that nobody knew about. <laughs> there's nothing over the door. <laughs> it's just because there's supposed to be a surprise that there were superheroes. Mm-hmm. Clark's like, oh, there were fucking superheroes. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Nobody's even heard about them. And I was like, hey, here's my museum <laughs> to superheroes. Yeah, shocking. And that's just that's that's the l- late addition to the. The lore of this show, because they wanted it to be like, oh, there's no oh, stars and stripes <laughs> Um They wanted it to be all like, oh, Clark's the first superhero. There's no fucking no superheroes. Ah, oh, Mr. Terrific. Gets name checked. <laughs> um, but then later in the series, like, it would be better if there were other superheroes. <laughs> so then they just change it, you know. Mm, yeah. it, it doesn't really add up on the whole of the series, but I don't care because this is better. <laughs> <laughs> so there. <laughs> That's fair. Um Who's the actor that plays Dr. Fate? Uh, his name is Brent State. He was in Stargate? Probably. Wasn't he? He's a fucking uh, Canadian actor. He's probably been in... Yeah, he's, he was in Stargate. He does a really good job with this role. He does. And in the special features of this season... I love the way the helmet looks at him. Yeah, that's cool. Um, in the special features of this season... Uh, they show his original audition tape and they show him like, like being all squirrely and like, Hey, Mr. Trick's not so terrific. Ah. And then, uh, when he, when he like puts on the helmet, he's not actually like, you know, he just, and he like stands up straight and then starts acting like a superhero. And I said the, the, his ability to just switch like that is what got him the role. Oh, nice. It feels like two different actors. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And he's able to change his voice in a way yeah. that doesn't sound hokey or, you know, like he's got a cold. When, I'm sorry, what, <laughs> the, when they first showed the uh, uh, promotional photos of Dr. Fate on this show, I remember freaking the hell out. Because I'm like, they're finally fucking doing it! <laughs> like, that looks like Dr. Fate! Every other character that they've had on this show from the comics was wearing a fucking leather jacket and a hoodie. Like, that was... the In this show, the code for superhero means you wear a hoodie and sunglasses. That's how you di- disguise... Oh, there's Dr. Fate hiding back there. I never oh. noticed that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Because then he comes and tries to steal her star rod or whatever. He does. Wow, I never noticed that before. <laughs> nice little discovery see it's wonderful when you can rewatch something like a hundred times or whatever and find something new uh justin hartley is now pretty well known for uh is that fucking show he's on the this is us is that what it's called oh is he on that yeah is that what it's called yeah i don't know he's on one of those like dramedy shows that's really popular oh i didn't know about relationships and stuff 
I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. Quite know what he does there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure either, honestly. So I'm going to see them, like, running off screen with a bright light and they're shuffling off. Bend down. Quick, hide, hide behind the garbage can. Can't see me. All right. Oh, it's just, it's so sad that, that her... Uh, the, the sex cult? Yeah, Because so now when I see her, I mean, again, yeah. I haven't watched all of Smallville, but in just in these three episodes, you have such a strong sense of her character. It's a star rocket racer. It's from the comics, too. That is a cool car. Uh, that's also in Stargirl. Not not the same car, not that same model, but the Star Rocket Racer is also in Stargirl. What kind of car is it? I can't remember. No, sorry, not Smallville. I meant Stargirl. Yeah, is that what I said? You did. No. <laughs> Too many S's, stars, <laughs> small stars. <laughs> but anyway, oh, there's Stripesy's shirt. I never noticed that. Oh, I wonder. I thought it was just an American flag. I think it's supposed to be Stripesy's shirt because he had a the red stripe. That makes better sense. I don't know, whatever. Um... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. The car. Yeah, Star, Star Girl. Yeah, it's in Star Girl. It's just like a red uh, uh, classic car like that. <clears throat> yeah, I would drive that around. I love his little seven diamond. Oh, yeah. there's a, They just showed the Justice League. It was, uh, they showed uh, uh, Aquaman, Black Canary, and I think Cyborg. Oh, I missed Cyborg. I saw Black Canary. Because they were all on the show as well. I really liked their take on Black Canary, but I liked her less every time she showed up. I think her original costume in the show was fucking awesome. And then every time they bring her back, they kind of tone it down a little more. <laughs> uh, what, what season did she show up again? I don't remember. She's in a few. Like, she's in a couple seasons. She shows up in the last season with uh, the Justice League again. I'm trying to find a picture of her. Yeah, that's them. Ah, fuck. That's them in the... I think that was in this season when they showed up. Oh. Season nine. But when she first showed up, it was just that, maybe? Yeah. Nice. Looks like Black Canary. Yeah, exactly. But they kept adding more to it. Like, they gave her this jacket with oh. this... I don't know. I just It looked cooler to me when it was, like, the less is more. Well, and then she grew her hair out. And it looked weird because it was always tied back. <laughs> well, it's like, that's a that's a staple of Black Canary is fishnets. Yeah, exactly. And then I really like the way they did her mask, too, because it's not a mask. It's painted. That's and cool. the uh, edge is yellow. Can't really see it in these pictures, <laughs> but the edge is yellow to look like uh, feathers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It doesn't really stand out there, but... I like yeah. the concept. It's probably, if this was, let me see, if I can just open the image and get a bigger, nope. <laughs> it's a little bigger. You can kind of see it. Kind of. I'm sure it looks good in HD. Oh, yeah. She just, <laughs> read, she just mentioned Shara, Shara Hall, his uh, lover, hawk girl, hawk woman, depending on the continuity. <laughs> Who is dead, right? Yeah. yeah. That uh, plot point or whatever is kind of brought back in Legends of Tomorrow. Because Hawkman and Hawkwoman are in that, too. And the whole thing about them being, like, doomed lovers to constantly be reincarnated and find each other and then die and find each other and blah, blah, blah. That sucks. Isn't she always the one that dies? Or did no, they just trade off? It's, yeah. I mean, they both <laughs> die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, first in some horrible, Jordan, sad way. 
Yeah. In uh, in in Legends of Tomorrow, it's Hawkman who dies, played by Falk Henschel, who I've met. That's a hell of a name. Yeah. He actually lives in Bend, Oregon. I met him at the Comic-Con here a couple years ago, a bear. Interviewed him, and so we kind of hung out a little bit. The con, he's a really fucking cool guy. That's neat. Here we go. Here's the table. And the painting. Again, these are kind of two two constants in JSA. They always have their big round table, and there's usually like a painting or something like that that shows off the legacy of the character's this one specifically is kind of harkens back to a comic in the 90s called The Golden Age, mm-hmm. which was written by James Robinson, another really fucking good comic. Uh, it's uh, all about the uh, legacy of the DC universe. And it was originally an Elseworlds tale of just like, ah, oh, here's this out of continuity story about Golden Age characters. But then James Robinson started dropping plot points of it into uh, Starman. As like follow up to what he wrote in Golden Age, so now I'm pretty sure it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of become a reference too. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy's such a good actor. Doctor, the yeah. guy who plays Doctor Fate. Oh, he talks about Inza right there. Yeah, there we go. He says her name. I didn't realize that. I just fucking love. There's so much comic book shit that this episode just drops in. <laughs> well, like, why weren't you doing that for nine years? God damn it! <laughs> I can't remember the showrunner's name. Um, names. Excuse of me. this? Yeah. There, there were a couple different showrunners. Originally it was... The original. Was it like yeah. Go, or Goff and Miller? Yes. Millar? It's pronounced Miller, but Miller, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Miles Miller, I think, and something Goff. I don't know. So anyway. Um, they... What no, was their motto? No, no tights, no flights. Yes, yes. And so I probably <laughs> think that's why we didn't see any... I know. I just... That's a stupid motto. It, it was Alfred Goff <laughs> and Miles Miller. It is a stupid motto. I agree. It's like, you know, you can still have Fate it. Fate is a fickle thing. It is. Of all the comments about Nabu and all that, and then you see him put it on, and then... Ah, God, that's so fucking cool costume. It looks good. It looks good. And it looks like that the comic book costume, uh, and just the onk and all that. Jesus Christ, that's cool. <laughs> and all of the lighting inside of it, so that his eyes glow... Because this is all, that's all like a real effect. It's not like CGI or anything, obviously. Mm-hmm. Which is the fact that they gave him the glowing eyes to kind of make it look like it's not just a guy cosplaying. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and this is one of my favorite lines in Smallville. I think it's right here. Maybe, no, nah, maybe it's later. When he grabs the mace. I think it's here. So well, my, it's yeah, there we go. It's been a long while since I made someone bleed. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good fucking line. So I love the Hawkman costume in this. I love the way it's designed. I love that fucking helmet. Looks so goddamn cool. It does. In Legends of Tomorrow, I hate the Hawkman costume. <laughs> it's just it? it's just all brown and it's just too busy. Oh. Um, How can you make brown busy? I there's a lot of tones, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tones of brown and just a lot of a lot of texture. Oh. Probably too much texture. Um, but I love the look of the costume in this because it harkens back to the, the comic book costume. And apparently in the first version of it, he was shirtless like he is in the comic. But as they were designing that uh, with the wings, dude, look at that. It's just too much going on. No, it's kind of bleh. It doesn't stand out at all. No, it doesn't. Um, 
in the when they were designing that, so he's got the wings and they're on a harness. And if the harness was only held by the straps, oh wait, this flashback here, whatever, Superman's cape, that's from the first season. Oh. <laughs> this like Superman looks into his future and sees that. Okay. Yeah. Good time. Your fate is utterly binding. You are of value, Clark Kent. By <laughs> <laughs> the way, this part where he hand, oh, holds up his... Oh, yeah. So this thing about Chloe, when he's like, you walk the same path that I do. Like, your fate is not known or whatever. Uh, that was a reference to the fact that Chloe wasn't in the comics. Oh, yeah. So there was all this talk that she... Oh, the part where he holds up his hand. Fuck, that's cool. <laughs> um, anyway, that was a reference. They were, they were going to... They were hinting that they were going to kill off Chloe forever. Oh. Like, Chloe's going to die because she's not in the comics, so that's why... That's why nobody talks about her, because she died. Uh, and then in the end, she, like, writes a computer virus to, like, remove her from the world or whatever. <laughs> and and just, just fucking goes off on her own. And it's dumb. But I uh, <laughs> forgot what I was talking about. Uh, Dr. Fate, costume. Hawkman's costume. Hawkman, yeah. So it was originally just going to be the straps, but the harness for his wings is too heavy. So if you, it was just being held by the straps, it would have cut into his skin. Wow. <laughs> so that's why they designed the vest to kind of spread out the pressure a little more. Because <laughs> those wings do look heavy. Yeah. Michael Shanks comes back a few times also in the series. The last season, he has a big fight with Deathstroke and ends oh. up getting killed. Deathstroke is one of the characters that they threw in later in the series that I did not like. <laughs> I kind of wish they would have just left him alone because <laughs> they got Michael Hogan to play him. Oh. Who is, uh, uh, I think his name is Bly. What was his character's name? He's on uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. The dude with the eye patch. Yes. All right, all right. And it was like, Hey, it's the guy with the eye patch from Battlestar Galactica. Make him the guy with the eye patch on Smallville. <laughs> it's just really lazy. Cause like, that's not death. Look at that guy. That's a grandpa. That's not death stroke. <laughs> Don't do that. Dude. And he's so fucking Canadian. <laughs> he just he's supposed to be this military dude in Smallville and he's just a grumpy old Canadian oh and kind of sad <laughs> yeah when you first or when, when he first says Deathstroke because they think he's dead and Hawkman's like oh where'd you where were you and he's like he goes I'm beyond Deathstroke now <laughs> like wow that's terrible <laughs> oh dear oh dear yeah just the concept of a grumpy Canadian you're like what happened to you man and Clark ends up taking him to the Phantom Zone or something, but like he just looks dumb. It's oh just like, God! Yeah, that's Deathstroke. Oh that's no! Nah. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> He's got the sword. Oh God! So no. that guy kills Hawkman. Kills. No, he does. Muscular Michael Shanks talk, talking like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that hurts me. Deathstroke now. And there's Deathstroke on Arrow. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Um, he's one of my favorite characters because he appeared in uh, one of my favorite issues of Green Lantern. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Don't show me that. Um, <laughs> Deathstroke? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the um, name of the issue, but it's where he takes on the Green Lantern and Predator, and it's really good. And he's a badass in that Wait, one. What? Predator? Yeah, there's this character called the Predator that was oh, in the Green Lantern series. I thought you meant... Like, oh, no, no, like, yeah. Like Predator, like no. the movie Predator. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like context, please. <laughs> Sorry. So to see him like that, like a grumpy general. Hey there, I'm Destructor, buddy. Hey. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the hawk, I love the way Hawkman just grabs him and throws him back into <laughs> into the watchtower. <laughs> Pitches him right through a window. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> and that's such a great character beat because in the comics they are always butting heads. Because uh-huh. um, like uh, uh, Green Arrow is like the social justice liberal. And Hawkman has always been like this conservative hard ass. Mm-hmm. And so when they're on the Justice League, they're always butting heads. Mm-hmm. Stay the hell out of our business. Love that glowing logo? Fuck, that looks cool. <laughs> they did a good job with his costume. The feathers look a little shitty, but I can forgive that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, again, that early 2000 yeah. CGI. But no, he does look really good. I'm, I don't like his voice when he's Hawkman. I'm sorry, but he looks great. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's that reactionary Batman Begins voice, you know? Yeah. This would be the tough, gruff guy, so do the Batman voice. It doesn't really matter for Hawkman if he has that voice or not, because right. he's not trying to really disguise himself, but whatever. Take a lozenge, dude. I, I get why they did it. It may, <laughs> may not necessarily work, but I think for the time it worked better than it does now, too. Well, <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't detract too much yeah. from his character. Like you said, he still looks fantastic, yeah. and he does a good job. Smallville also did an Earth 2 episode where Clark ends up getting shunted into Earth 2 where he is Ultraman of the crime syndicate. (laughs) And it was like, that's really fucking cool. And so then Ultraman comes to Earth, our our Earth, and starts fucking shit up. And the episode, like, ends with Clark uh, finally realizing, like, what went wrong. You don't really see what Ultraman's doing on Earth, on the real Earth or whatever. And so Clark finally goes back into his proper timeline and right as he snaps to he's in the watchtower and everything's like destroyed and like chloe's knocked out behind him and he's got like green arrow he's about to like punch him and green arrow's got an arrow on it like knocked he's like say good night and then clark's like whoa no it's me it's me (laughs) (laughs) just in time just the snap back to it i fucking loved that oh yeah john jones here he comes um phil morris has played martian manhunter on this show for a few seasons and at this point in the series, he'd lost his powers. Yeah. And then uh, that's why, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dr. Fate gives him his powers back. But I love his design in this because he's wearing like a green shirt with the red straps for his gun belt and a blue jacket. And, like finally, he fucking looks like Martian Manander. I love that. <laughs> right, right. Like I, the part where Dr. Fate gives him his powers yeah. back. Oh, yeah, when he turns actually, green. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that looks like him. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How did he lose his powers in the show? I don't remember. He flew to the sun or something. Oh, there's Wildcats stuff. There's the Green Lantern. I remember, like, pausing this so many times to try to figure out what everything was. I remember, uh, oh, yeah, there's the Flash Helmet again, and then you see uh, Shayera's stuff. And then I think you see Mr. Terrific's... Oh, yeah, the Fair Play. Mr. Terrific's little girdle or whatever. (laughs) More Hawkman, ancient Egyptian shit. Oh, yeah, and there's the hourglass for uh, our man. It sounds like, well, it looks like they put a lot of care into this, and they really didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's so fucking fun to see all this comic book shit in a show about comic books. Right? (laughs) You wouldn't think that would be such a hard concept for filmmakers to grasp, apparently. Oh, yeah. And I just love that, like, that's such a perfect design of the hot girl helmet. It is. And I'm sure that symbolizes something, but... What? The break? Yeah. Because she got killed. Yes, but how? 
got, ever seen. She got hit. <laughs> I don't know. There's a fucking crack in her helmet. I don't know. Who killed her? They've probably fought a lot of villains back in the day. Probably. It doesn't really matter. It's just that she's dead. Uh, yeah, I love that fucking table. It's so cool. <laughs> and the painting that we see here. Man, I wanted all those characters to show up eventually, but they never did. If only. There was originally talk of a spinoff about... Uh, oh, yeah, and there's the original Black Canary. They don't ever draw a connection to her and the new Black Canary, but... Wesley Dodds again. Um, and the Spectre. That's kind of a huge thing to throw in. Like, hey, here's the embodiment of God's vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know him? Yeah. Um, uh, I was say, oh, yeah. There was, originally going to, there was originally talk of a spinoff about Oliver Queen and probably Stargirl. I don't think it was thought that far ahead, though. Uh, them um, searching out the uh, surviving JSA members and their, like, progeny Mm -hmm. to, like, create a new Justice Society or uh, Infinity Inc., whatever. And that was somewhat brought up in the Smallville Season 11 comic. Only it was Jay Garrick. Uh And he he created the Titans. And, uh, yeah, it was... Smallville Season 11 comic was a lot of fun because it was literally just, like, this... This show, but without any of the restraint. <laughs> so it was just all the... Like, it was the continuing the story, but it was Superman in, in the costume. Mm-hmm. Not some stupid fucking black jacket. <laughs> and black t-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was actually in the Superman costume. Fucking Supergirl's there. John Constantine is in an issue with uh, Zatanna. All right. Um, the tons of superheroes and villains. Uh, Cyborg Superman is in it. Um... Just like anyone you can think of shows up. Batman shows up awesome. with Robin. And his Robin is, uh, I think, oh, fuck. I think Batgirl, whatever. Barbara Gordon is Robin in it. Oh. Because it was originally supposed to be Stephanie Brown. Spoiler. That character's name is Spoiler. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but DC wouldn't, uh, wouldn't let they, them use Stephanie Brown for some reason. So oh. they switched it to Barbara Gordon. That's weird. I wonder why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Green Lantern shows up. Uh, and some of the characters in the Smallville comic, they designed to look like actors that would have played them in the show. <laughs> so, like, uh, uh, Green Lantern looks exactly like Phil Lamar. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Superman becomes a Green Lantern, too. I can see kind of right there in some very good picture. Yeah, he looks like Phil Lamar. <laughs> Fair. And then uh, Hank Henshaw, uh, Cyborg Superman, oh, yeah. was uh, mo- modeled on Matthew Fox. Really? Yeah. Oh. Hank. Let me see if I can find a big jar. Henshaw, Smallville. And then all the characters that were already in it obviously looked like, you know, it's kind of, you kind of see it there. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, all the other characters were modeled on, oh, I love that, throw. <laughs> Fucking, Yeah. Crossbow. God, I love their interplay. <laughs> the actors do have good chemistry. And uh, Martian Manhunter is in uh, season 11 quite a bit, too. Just oh, good. full-blown Martian Manhunter. And Ms. Martian. Oh, his, really? like, niece or whatever. <clears throat> it sounds like they definitely embrace the comic book roots. Yeah, exactly. It's just fun to see this, but without 
having to worry about a budget. <laughs> you can just draw whatever you want and throw in whoever you want. Oh, Wonder Woman was in it too. Oh, cool. And they did a really cool take on Wonder Woman where she's like a DEO agent who, uh, I, forgot, I remember seeing who they modeled her after, but I can't remember now. Um, and her costume was like really subdued. And that's fucking from the show. That's when Lois dresses like her. I'm dressed like an Amazon. Oh, Lois. I never say, you know, it's one of those similar to but legally distinct from. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. On the border, but... Season 11. That's one of the covers with her. That's pretty cool. Um, but she had, like... She had, like... like She was dressed like a secret agent. There we go. She just had the, the bracers on her wrists. Okay. There we go. Michael Holt. He gets a name check. Tech career <laughs> Michael Holt. It's Mr. Terrific. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the big finale of Smallville, the comic, was called Continuity. It was like bringing in all the characters to fight one big, big battle. That's a good way to wrap it up. The cover, covers for the comics were fucking awesome. They're by Cat Staggs. He's a really good artist. Another good name. Yeah. Oh, wait, there we go. There's the Wonder Woman picture I was thinking of. It's her costume in the show. There you have it. And the Bart Allen Flash came back and fucking everyone. It was cool. All came together. Batman. He had like kind of a Batman Beyond-ish costume in the show or in the comic. I like the red. Oh, that looks <clears throat> cool. That looks awesome. How long did the comic book run? Oh, I don't remember. It was probably like, it was like a year or so. It was supposed to be like so the storylines were a couple issues each, and it was supposed to be analogous to a season of a show. Okay. So there was like twenty-four stories or something. So there's probably like fifty issues or something. Oh, yeah, and there's Booster. Booster <laughs> <laughs> Gold. Oh, yeah, and the Legion come back. God, it's a good comic. I need to reread it. Oh, Titans. There's the, uh, what's oh, his name? Oh, uh, um... Jay. Jay Garrick. Oh, that's There's cool. Superboy, Blue Beetle. I think it's Ms. Martian. Uh, Arrowettes, whatever the fuck her name is. It's Green, green Arrow sidekick. Speedy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was Speedy. Never mind. Uh, and then those are the Wonder Twins. Oh, there's the twins. Okay. I didn't, I didn't catch the other one there for a moment. The covers are really great. Yeah, like I said, Cat Staggs is a really good artist. Oh, yeah, I'll try to find Constantine. So weird to me that John Constantine is associated with Smallville because of this comic. <laughs> he gets around, doesn't one he? One of the things I like about it is he, uh, he looks like the blonde British Constantine of the comics. Um, there we go. There he is with Zatanna. Uh-huh. But uh, he has the movie Tattoos. <laughs> oh, they they went for it. <laughs> yeah. They owned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Harbinger, that was the issue that he was in. It has really nothing to do with Clark or anyone. It's uh, just John and Zatanna off on their own little mission. Because Zatanna was, oh yeah, she was in the show. Oh, fuck. She was in two or three episodes. Earlier seasons or later seasons? Yeah. Can't remember who played her. But uh, there's a whole, there's an episode that she's in, I can't remember if she's actually in it or not. There's an episode where she, like, they do the fucking hangover. They can't remember what happened the night before. Uh-huh. Um, because she gives Clark, uh, like, magical wine or something. Uh-huh. It was fucking dumb. <laughs> I remember they're like, oh, we're going to do a hangover episode. Like, please don't. 
Stop now. But I mean, fuck, she looks like Zatanna. Oh, she does, yeah. She was, in a, she was in a couple decent episodes and probably one that was not. She looks super familiar, though. She was on uh, Inhumans. Did you see that? You played yeah. Medusa in Inhumans. It is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find her name real quick? It's going to be. I think it's, it's something Swan. Hmm. Surrender Swan. Oh! It was right. There she is. Okay. Yeah, she's an inhuman. So it's Medusa, the inhuman with long hair. Oh. So they buzz her. Because <laughs> they don't want to use the CGI for the long tendril hair. So <laughs> she has the long hair for about a half an episode. <laughs> Goes in for buzz Okay. <clears throat> That's one of the things in this episode, all the talk about, like, you guys need to be a team, blah, blah, blah. That I would enjoy that in this if there wasn't like five seasons of that constantly on this show. <laughs> Jay Ted Allen. Uh, because this show is constant, like, oh, comments about the. Jo- what if we had a society? What if we had a league of justice friends? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm still a high schooler. I need to learn. There's just so much of that. Like, there's an episode where he meets uh, Aquaman and. They fight for a bit, and then they're friends. <laughs> and then uh, Aquaman at the end is like, you're a pretty good swimmer. Maybe we should make a club, like a Junior Lifeguards Association of America. Oh, no. And Clark goes, I don't think I'm quite ready for the JLA just yet. I'm like, ah, stop it. That, that hurts. <laughs> that does. <laughs> and then, like, I think it's this season. I don't know. There's one season where Chloe leaves for a while, like travels the world. And then she comes back and she's like, Clark, there's so many things out there that you're going to experience. There's sex cults. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <stop. laughs> um, but she's like, she's like, there's so much out there. There's a billionaire who's going to fucking go places. Like I met him when he was training in Asia or whatever because his parents died. <laughs> and then she's like, in Europe, you'll meet a wondrous woman who is going to throw you for a loop. Does or, she really call her a wondrous yes. woman? Yes, she says a wondrous woman. Wow, okay. <laughs> well then. Oh yeah, Miss Tessmacher probably had no idea who the fuck she was when you watched this. None at all. No. Turns out she's actually Lex's sister. Oh. But she's, she's introduced as a combination of a couple of characters. Her name is, uh, is Tess Mercer. So it's supposed to be Miss Tessmacher from the Donner movies. Ooh, and she's also a checkmate agent. Oh. Da, da, da. Um, but then she, they also call her Mercy because she's supposed to be Mercy Graves, who's, who's uh, Lex's bodyguard in the comics. Oh. So it's Tess Mercer as Tessmacher and then Mercy and whatever. But then at the end of the series, it's revealed that she's actually Lena Luthor. Wow. And then through a stupid series of events, she had her memory erased and put in a fucking... Uh, orphanage. Oh yeah, she's also a female Fury from Apocalypse. She yeah, has a big they resume. they had no idea what to do with her. They had no fucking clue what to do with her. Apparently not. So they just made her everything. Like every season, sure, whatever. She's a checkmate agent now. Uh, later, she creates the Injustice Gang that are basically the Suicide Squad in this show, but they don't call them that. That was like a season before this, I think. Because then later they brought in the real Suicide Squad. Well, they do it here, right? They yeah, well, they, they it. mention yeah. it. Um, but the Suicide Squad comes in in the next season with uh, Deadshot, Rick Flag, uh, what's her name, Plastique, and Warp. Uh-huh. 
So we do eventually get to see them. Yep. Rick Flagg, the actor that played Rick Flagg, we brought this up. I brought this up in the commentary, but I bet you don't remember. Um, the guy that plays Rick Flagg in this is named Ted Whittle. <laughs> Ted Whit. God damn it! I, like I know you, I know you know this. I think it's Whittle. Um, so anyway, he plays Rick Flagg in the Suicide Squad or in the. Yeah. show that's him he's also in suicide squad <laughs> oh no you did mention that he has dinner with uh with waller okay he's one of like the military yeah. guys it's like see you're all bad guys we're gonna want the bad guys to be the good guys i don't this doesn't make any sense <laughs> well i'm sure he doesn't talk about that a lot when people ask him yeah <laughs> I, I don't know the movie made enough money that yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't have to. He doesn't fucking care. <laughs> he can go on to do whatever he wants. But anyway, yeah, he, uh, it's just funny to me that Rick Flagg was also was in both. There you go. There's a lot of coming full circle with these actors yeah. and the characters they portray. And I like his design on Smallville. He's still got the yellow. Yeah, he looks, he looks like Rick yellow Flagg. Yellow is very important. Oh, this one of those, like, uh, they got a sponsorship from this new... Uh, <laughs> Windows, PC, whatever. So you gotta, let's move this around. <laughs> that brings back memories. They used to do that all the time on this show, too. <laughs> um, I can't remember if it's in this episode or not, but on the back of Chloe's computer is the JLA logo. Oh, I see. But it's, it's got its, like, I fucking spelled that wrong. JLA Smallville. Yeah, Smallville, sorry. Uh, where is that? There we go. That's the JLA logo on Smallville. Oh, okay. It's yeah. one of those, like, similar to, like, you can see the J, the L, and the A, but it's not, not supposed to be that. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, the Oracle I or whatever. I can't remember. The Watchtower. Something. Yeah, the Watchtower. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I call okay. some green punching bag. <laughs> <laughs> been yeah, well, okay. Then he brings up. Uh, Green Arrow brings up a good point in this. I kind of got lost just a little bit about who does Waller want the ice school kid to kill? So that's just it. She she knows he's going to fail. She sends him after the JSA, uh, and he takes off a couple of them. But her real reasoning is to solidify the remaining members of the JSA and to bring Clark closer to being a hero uh -huh. because she knows that there's an upcoming apocalypse that they're going to need all the help they can get. Okay. Just dumb. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, I, I still don't entirely understand, but okay. For entertainment purposes. Oh, there we go. That's a cool picture of all, not all, but most of the heroes that show up on Smallville. There you go. It's Flash, Aquaman, Green Arrow, Cyber. They couldn't put him in his costume. Come on. Uh, Supergirl, although she also gets a better costume later. Satana, Dr. Fate, those three, her, Superboy, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold. That's the picture of Blue... That's not a scene in the movie. That's a behind-the-scenes picture. Oh. He's, his fucking glove isn't on. His costume isn't finished right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, and Superboy, he shows up later, too. One of the fun casting about Superboy is he's played by an actor who earlier in the season or season, earlier in the series, like probably three or four seasons before, played a clone of Lex Luthor. 
And since Superboy is supposed to be a clone of Superman and Lex Luthor combined, it was just fun that they got the same actor. That is cool. What happened to Lex Luthor? He got killed. Uh, uh, fucking uh, <laughs> Green Arrow just blows him up. Literally just puts explosives in his car and blows him the fuck up. <laughs> and then there's like a whole season because Michael Rosenbaum didn't want to come back to the show. So there's like a whole season where they're like, is he really dead? And then he just didn't come back. So like, yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the last episode of the series, Lex comes back as a clone. Oh, of course. As you do. Yeah, but it's one of, like, it's just dumb. That, it is. Why do they bring him? Like, just bring back the original Lex. Right. Say he survived somehow. Yeah. It's a comic book. You can do that. It happens all the time. It was fucking, it was magic. He had magic. And that's why he lived. <laughs> People escape car bombs all the time. Yeah. It's, it's all good. I've seen Casino. I know that that happens. <laughs> From the way the car is manufactured. No, I won't go into it. No, I like this part where he comes yeah. out of the dark. It's like, uh, you're going to, you're going to fuck Superman. So you got to live because Superman's going to need some fucking. <laughs> and uh, that's you. It, it's hard being the savior of the human race. <laughs> I also really like Dr. Fate's power in this. Because mm-hmm. in the comic books, he's just a fucking magic dude. Yeah. But the fact that he has, like, his power is tied in with fate. That's interesting to me. The fact that he can see everyone's fate except for his own. That is and that's just, a, that's just a creation for the show. <clears throat> the one who will heal us all. And you're right, his voice sounds so different when he's Dr. Fate. See ya! <laughs> he's like, later! Seriously, though, don't forget to fuck Superman! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic life advice. I wonder if he does horoscopes. <laughs> Checkmate! Yeah, in the comics, Waller was the white uh, the white queen of Checkmate. Oh, that's right. That's Checkmate was split into two divisions, the white and the black. Black was like black ops stuff. Mm-hmm. So she was the white side but she still ran the Suicide Squad, like, off the books. <laughs> and they didn't like that. She ended up getting, like, fired or whatever. But I really like Pam Pam Greer as her. It's a good oh, yeah. casting. It's great casting. Like, I'll watch anything with Pam Greer. I don't care how shitty the movie is. I'll watch her. <laughs> I actually wish she was in this more. Yeah. That was my one big complaint because I feel like Smallville not Smallville Arrow just in general did a better job of like the superheroic shit mm-hmm. and just DC characters um, because they could you know it was later <laughs> they people were accustomed to this now so they, they could like I said you know Smallville walked so that could run there you go um, but uh, I really did not like the Waller on Arrow who played her in her uh... name was Cynthia Ade Robinson, I think. And uh, she's young and thin, and I just didn't like her. <laughs> she does, And she's not a great actor. Um, there's a scene in the first Suicide Squad episode of Arrow. Uh, that's her in the middle. Oh, yeah. Not my Waller. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Um, open image. So there's, uh, there's Bronze Tiger, uh, Shrapnel, Waller, Deadshot, Harbinger, and Diggle. Um, there's a scene in this episode of Suicide Squad where Deadshot is trying to find this like explosive device or something. Mm-hmm. And she's 
talking to her support staff and says, the line is, get me Deadshot's feed. I want to see what he does. I want to, I want to see what he sees. You know, I want to see what he does. And she says it, get me Deadshot's feed. I want to see what he does. And it's like, no, you're not seeing what he's doing. You're trying to see what, like, did you not, <laughs> you not get that from context in the script? You fucking idiot. <laughs> She's like, I want to see what he does. Like, no, that's not what you're supposed to be saying. <laughs> Yeah, she looks oh, yeah. like Tyra Banks' sister. And Harley was there, too. Oh. Yes. one line, and you only see the back of her head. <laughs> and she looks and like the kid from Harriet the Spy. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Because you never see her face in the episode, so they just no. put a bunch of white makeup on her body. And pigtails. Call it good. Oh, yeah, in this episode, uh, Waller, Waller ends up getting killed off on... small on, uh, uh, Arrow, yeah. It's really, like, no, you don't kill off Waller. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That's because the Suicide Squad movie was coming out, so they had to oh. they had to write them off the show. God, it was fucking dumb. That is dumb. First they miscast her, then they kill her. Oh, yeah, and there's the Arrow's team of vigilantes. I love that they got Mr. Terrific, like, in costume on there. And then there's Wild Dog and Speedy and Ragman. Diggle was called Spartan then. And it's the second Black Canary. Mm. I mean, they all look good. I'm, I'm not too hot on the Black Canary look, but it's yeah. Black Canary. The other, there was, I think, three Black Canaries on that show. <laughs> so many. The first one was my favorite. Uh, it was played by Katie Lotz, who uh, she ended up becoming White Canary on Legends of Tomorrow. So there's all three. There they are. Uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Hers was my favorite. Mm-hmm. She just embodied the character best. And she's, I know, it's just a cool look. It is a cool look. Yeah, I mean, that's a little too Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, she eventually gets like sonic powers or whatever, but she's always using like batons. I don't know, it just seems weird. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, like nightsticks, like literally like police batons. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that when you have a superpower yeah, where you can yeah. shatter people's ears? <laughs> yeah. She get, doesn't get the power till later. Hmm. But at least uh, she used the staff. I thought it was cool. But yeah, White Canary ends up being on... Because she ends up dying. And they bring her back with a Lazarus pit. John Constantine finds her soul and blah, blah, blah. Um, her White Canary costume looks pretty cool. Yeah, there's a few good. different variations on it. Not too shabby at all. Anyway, what are you talking about, Smallville? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why are we going over this again? They're looking at the fucking mugshots again. <laughs> Those mugshots make a lot of appearances in this. Are you sure that Checkmate isn't associated with Task Force X? I just said that they are. The check, the Suicide Squad is like the black ops side of Checkmate. Yes, yeah. But earlier you were like, no, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, that's not in the show. I mean, oh, but because oh, oh. you said this Suicide Squad, I was like, no, it's Checkmate. It's oh, different. Okay, all right. It's the logo. Suicide Squad logo is different. Just a little cross miscommunication. Because the Suicide Squad logo actually ends up showing up in the next season, uh, which I thought was fun because that's a logo that's not like very well known. No. <laughs> like, this is what you meant, right? No, no, it is not. Not at all. Oh, here we go. Uh, what's his name's about to die? Oh. Poor. 
Dr. Fate. He hardly knew he. I just love how, too, like right here, he knows that as he sees other people's fates, he knows that uh, uh, Mar- Martian Manhunter is going to survive and is going to get his powers back. And then he realizes, see, like, I saw too much. He knows that for him to survive, he has to die. Mm-hmm. And I love that like realization that he just has it like, oh, fuck, this is it. Like, this is, this is my, my uh, death. This is the end. Yeah. yeah, the thing that I wasn't supposed to, was never going to know, I suddenly know because of context clues. <laughs> <laughs> it is a powerful little moment. There we go. That's the Suicide Squad level. Oh, yeah. Like Skull and Crossbones. That shows up in uh, Smallville. Um, uh, Deadshot shoots Clark with. Oh, fuck. Small, Smallville. Uh, shoots Clark with a air or with a bullet that leaves like that imprint on his skin. <laughs> Ow! Jeez. Okay. Huh. All right. When it's I not your up... fate to die this day, Martian. And there he goes. And there he is. Yeah, I love that. Looks fantastic. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Paraffin! Death by paraffin! Yeah. <sighs> I mean, no offense to this actor that plays Icicle, but he's just not intimidating at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind him in this. Uh, I mean, it's, it, he looks like a like an early 2000s, you know, quote, cool kid. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh, but, like, I don't know, it could be worse. Again, I've seen so much of this show with so many shitty villains. <laughs> So there's worse than him on Oh, here. way worse. Go back to season one and two and just see some <laughs> just, just horse shit. <laughs> Marvel at the mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode of the first two seasons was just, uh, excuse me, was just, oh, that's some fucking nerd at school who gets bullied and he goes out in the forest. What's this green glowing rock? Ah, I can talk <laughs> to bugs now. I can get hot. I can get... Fat and then skinny. Amy Adams is on an episode where she plays this chick who is like really fat and she's got the worst fat suit makeup. And then she touches a meteor rock and she gets skinny, but she has to keep eating or else she'll get too skinny. Okay. And that's her superpower. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is in an episode. Oh. As I think a kid that can clone himself. That's, that's cooler. I mean, that's. Yeah. you have more he he touches for... a green rock and gets the time. <laughs> Every single episode. They call it the freak of the week. <laughs> Every episode. Some kid in Smallville High trips over a green rock and <laughs> gets superpower. Oh, excuse me. One episode, it was the coach. The coach? The coach, played by the dad from the Wonder Years. Really? Yeah. Was, I think the episode was called, I think it was called Hot or something like that. Or like Fever or something like that. Because he would get like... It's like a hothead. I get all angry. (laughs) It doesn't sound particularly intimidating, but... (laughs) He had some, like, heat power is what I meant. Um, Smallville Coach. What was was his fucking name? Coach Teague. There he is. Ah, fiery. (laughs) You know, it's Coach Arnold. That's weird. Wait, his name is Arnold? That was his name on fucking The Wonder Years. Wasn't it? 
Was well, I can't wasn't remember. Wasn't Kevin Arnold the main character in The Wonder Years? Don't quote me on that. Oh, it yeah. was! <laughs> Look at that. Fuck you, show. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Teague. That was Teague. That was uh, the dude from uh, Supernatural. Oh! He got a start yeah. on Smallville. He w- he played this, like, love interest to uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, Lana? Lana in uh, a season. And the WB or CW, whoever at the time, just really liked him. So they put him in Supernatural, and then he did that for the next 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> well, he's, it's not done. I mean, he's voicing the character in a spinoff series, so who knows? Hey, Brad. Who knows how many more decades that got in him? Ride that money horse, I say. Oh, yeah. Fucking John Glover was Lionel Luther. Lionel Luther? Yeah, it's Lex's His dad. dad. God, he was good in this show. He looks cool. I think he's dead at this point. No, he's still alive at this point. He's just not in these episodes. <clears throat> Man, getting like real nostalgia for all the old Smallville characters on <laughs> those fucking shitty seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Highs and lows, right? Jensen Ackles, that was his name, the guy that's on uh that's on Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. He's so little. He's got a really good voice too, I think. Yeah, he does. He's played Batman in something, hasn't he? I thought you said he did. Probably. It's one of those animated things. I swear. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> I'm looking up. Not today. Icicle Senior. I'm no ready, Father. And so he unplugs his dad? I guess. Mercy Kill or something? I don't remember. That, uh, the helmet the Dr. Fate helmet, uh, to give it that, like, sparkly effect. It's not just flat gold. Mm-hmm. They actually used gold hot rod paint oh, for nice. it. So that it gives it a thicker finish, and it's a little glossy, and it also has, like, flex in it. So it, like, reflects light better than if it was just solid gold. It looks great. <clears throat> yeah. That was cool. Dr. Fate. <laughs> I just love that how often the, uh, the onk comes up in the iconography of Dr. Fate in this. They didn't cut it out. <clears throat> well, it's, just, it's constant, and it's, it's cool to see that, because like, that's a, a logo that's often associated with the character, and to see it so, like, used, almost to the point of being overused. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't be ashamed of... Don't be ashamed of it. You're my wife! <laughs> I just noticed it's a little thing but like if this is your museum don't you have the key for that case instead of <laughs> yeah it's true I lost it Shara had it then she died ah! we just to bring that up <laughs> dead wives are a sore subject in comic books it happens a lot wives and parents <laughs> wives and parents yep I mean I get it you know like uh so, you know, it, that brings up kind of naturally the whole idea of you know, the women in refrigerators thing oh, in comics, yeah. you know, because that all came about because of an issue of Green Lantern when Major Force murdered Kyle Rayner's girlfriend and stuffed her body into a refrigerator. Oh, that's where that uh, came from. Yeah. And uh, Kyle discovered it and freaked out. And uh, the, the idea being that, like, well, like, women are brutalized more often in comics 
and it's often used as kind of a, like a sexism in comics and or just general violence against women. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, but I, it's more than anything, it's just a logistical thing. Oh, sure. Because superheroes, uh, going back you know, into the 1930s and 40s and all that, are just white dudes. Mm-hmm. They're always white guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the supporting staff, or the supporting uh, cast, are, there's always going to be a girl, a girlfriend, a lover, a love interest, a sister, a mother, whatever. Um, and naturally, peril has to befall them so that the hero has someone to save or mourn or motivate them. Mm-hmm. That's just drama 101. So because of that, that's going to be overrepresented in comics. And it like that trope is always thrown around as being, you know, sexist and that why comics are bad or whatever. But like, I mean, that's the nature of drama. Right, right. And I can see how it will get old. Exactly. You know, but I don't, it's one of those things that like it it really, it really doesn't bother me that much when the story is well told. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's fine to be aware of. And I, you know, like I've got no problem people discussing it and being aware of it and writers trying to subvert it. I'm going to throw him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, it's so often brought up as, uh, I mean, more, more than just being a negative trope, it's brought up as like, like you're showing that comics are terrible or whatever. Right. And that's, <clears throat> that's not true. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's in tons of movies. Exactly. Right? And that's in art. Yes. <laughs> that's in human history. Like, I mean, going back thousands of years in drama and, and just storytelling. That's a convention of storytelling. The supporting cast are the ones that are always going to get abused. Cho- Chloe is literally getting choked right now as we're talking. <laughs> By <laughs> just, a cold front. Just to piss off the superheroes, you know? like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you, like you said, when you come up against conflict, particularly yeah. villains, you know? You're not going to be like, well, how do you feel about me hurting you? Yeah, exactly. And that's also like that that trope could just as easily be applied to dead parents. Oh, totally. Because that gets happened there. That happens every every issue or uh, every superhero origin or every hero origin starts that way. Going back to fucking Moses. You right, know? right. <laughs> like it always starts with dead parents, and yet that doesn't get as much hate as the women in refrigerators or just female supporting cat staff. Cast. Fuck. <laughs> Being killed. No, I get you. I get you. Um, and well, yeah. If you've ever watched a Disney cartoon, yeah, fuck man. A parent or parents are going to die. Yeah. Bambi's mom. <laughs> well, and one thing I really dislike about the backlash from that, what that has done, is the idea that again, it's the idea of undoing something, but you shouldn't undo something unless it actually supports the story yeah. and goes with the flow. Exactly. And I mean, yes, I, you should always be aware of whatever tropes are in your stories sure. and figure out either how to subvert them or how to use them for the betterment of your narrative. And sometimes, uh, you know, the chick's got to die. <laughs> sometimes the guy's got to die. You know, like it just, it, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's talked about probably more than it should be. Probably. And again, probably. it's, there's nothing wrong with talking about it and being aware of it. It's just, it's funny to me that that's become such a lightning rod over the last several years of all the issues 
in comics. <laughs> and of all the things to to be annoyed about in comics, I don't know. I understand being annoyed about that one, but I feel like there's others. Like just toxic creators and Todd McFarlane. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> the most evil of them all. <laughs> the super villain of the world. <laughs> He'll make a toy off of you and not yeah. give you any of the of the proceeds. Oh. Sorry, Todd. I don't. I don't like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do, Todd, but you can be kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, you can actually see the the harness that he wears right there on the uh, like the actual harness. I missed it. It's just it's on the uh, the mannequin. And again, the, the that that costume really is cool. Yeah. It's really hard to do superhero costumes well, particularly in two thousands television. Yeah. That looks very cool. Very that fun. glowing logo. Why hasn't that been uh, repeated more? That looks so cool. It does look cool, but that's a good question. I don't know. I, well, I think it's like you said. There's this in in some sectors of the comic book world and how that translates to film and television. There's this idea that it's like, oh no, that looks stupid. We have to make them look cool. So let's yeah. put them in a hoodie and a leather Mother jacket. jacket. <laughs> Hoodie and sunglasses. Yep. Which I don't know. Maybe it explains it in the series somewhere. It but doesn't. <laughs> yeah, okay. But that looks stupid as hell. I'm sorry. It's just trying to be like, you know, they're trying to hide the fact that this is a comic book show. My secret identity. Yeah. yeah. It's about Superman for fuck. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We all have to keep trying. And they, they didn't say kryptonite for like the first few seasons. So always, really? They call the bad guys meteor freaks. Oh boy! Come on, guys. Oh, I was gonna look up Amy Adams. Amy Adams, small. There we go. Small. <laughs> see that fat suit? Oh, look at the fat suit! Look at her. Oh god! <laughs> look, you can see the line around her mouth where the makeup is. Oh god! Oh. Why they do? Well, <laughs> I was gonna say why they do Amy that way, but she's gone on far beyond small. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise, that actually looks kind of freaky. Because yeah. uh, she has to, I think she has to eat people or something to get oh. to get her. It's like a Jennifer's so body not, scenario, huh? So that she's not fat anymore or something. I can't remember. Yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> I'm just watching Amy Adams tear into some some blue Jello. <laughs> that looked like me last night when I couldn't find any liquor. <laughs> couldn't find any liquor. Oh, it was a sad, pathetic story. I went to, uh, I didn't want to go to the bars because it's a small town and I didn't want to talk to anybody. So I was just going to go to the store and buy myself some liquor and make some martinis. But I had forgot my driver's license in my car, which was in the shop to get the snow tires on. And wow. that was the one time that the lady was like, no, I can't sell this to you without an ID. I was like, really? Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So my great quest to get intoxicated last night just had a very anticlimactic ending. Except mine was a pudding cup. It wasn't y'all. Yeah, I just, I went over there and got drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, man. I, yeah, I live like a block away from my favorite bar, so. Oh, work in progress. I fucking, I just say Superman. (laughs) Oh, there's a JLA logo. There it is, okay. It is right there. Yeah, yeah, all right. Back of her laptop. Oh, she's got a hole in her computer. Clark? Ah, it's me, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Told ya. 
favorite Martian. So one of the things that bugs me, when they first introduced Martian Manhunter on this show, he's like psychically inside Clark's head trying to get him out of this like mental prison or something. And they don't ever explain who he is. He's just like, yeah, I mean, and now he's been on, he's been on the show long enough that eventually they're like, oh yeah, he's from Mars. But in that episode, there's a deleted scene where he's like, my name's John Jones. I'm from Mars. I knew your dad. I'm here to help you. They cut it out? Yeah, they cut the explanation of who he is out. <laughs> and I remember watching that on, it's like probably season four or five or something. I remember watching that on DVD and then watching that deleted scene. And Bear and I used to watch this show and kind of go back and forth about it. I remember calling him and being like, hey, when you get to that Martian Manhunter episode, watch the deleted scene. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, I wonder why they made that choice. I don't know. Hmm. Dumb shit, that's why. Oh, that sums it up. I was probably just a timing thing. But yeah, I had to cut something to keep it within the time slot. Yeah. I love Phil Morris so much. He's great. He's played a lot of DC characters, too. He played King Faraday in The New Frontier. He played Vandal Savage on Justice League. Yeah. He played Martian Manhunter in this. Uh, He played somebody in Justice League action, too, I think. Because he's done a shitload of, of voiceover. Oh, he plays Silas Stone in Doom Patrol. Oh, cool. Um, it's a fucking car alarm going off outside. It's really annoying. <laughs> uh, oh, he was in Black Dynamite. God, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's awesome. He played Green Arrow and Hawkman in DC, Lego DC Comics, Justice League versus Bizarro League. Wow. Oh, he played Vandal Savage again in Cosmic Clash. I remember that. Titans. Uh, oh, he played Jimmy Olsen in Red Sun. And he played Doomsday Device. I don't know. He played a couple of people in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. All right. Yeah, he is. He's deeply entrenched in the DC. Yeah. That was just movies. <laughs> <laughs> Go on to television. TV, uh, Smallville, Doom Patrol, like I said. Oh, he was in Angie Tribeca. That was kind of a funny show. <laughs> oh, he's in Powerless, too. He played oh. a Star Lab scientist. <laughs> I did not like that show. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> I, it really didn't leave much of an impression. I know I've watched some, but wasn't one that I was like, I have to sit down. Oh, yeah, and he played St. Walker in uh, Green Lantern. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Look at him. I love St. Walker. He's the, the blue lantern of hope. Phil Morris would be an excellent voice for that. He gets St. Walker actually gets referenced in Arrow in the second season. There's a uh, church called St. Walker's. <laughs> that, that's where, like, uh, Solomon Grundy is holed up. Good little aside. Whoa, he played uh, oh. Wakabi in the Black Panther animated. That's cool. Oh, yeah, and he was Jonah Hex in Brave and the Bold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of that. I couldn't remember who he played on that. I knew he was someone. <clears throat> so, yeah, he's got some pedigree to him. He does. It comes to comic book roles. Well done, Mr. And then, of course, everyone knows him as uh, Jackie Childs from Small or from uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> Remember Jackie Childs? I have not watched all of Seinfeld. How actually. dare you? I know. He's oh. Jackie Childs. <laughs> he looks fantastic. <laughs> he's the uh, uh, he's a spoof of uh, what's his name, uh, Johnny Cochran. Oh, that's he cool. was uh, Kramer's lawyer. He's in a bunch of episodes. 
Very fitting. I see the resemblance. Who told you to put the bomb on? Did I tell you to put the bomb on? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. Why didn't you put the bomb on? <laughs> I need to sit down and watch all of Seinfeld. It's all on uh, on Netflix now. Oh, there you go. That's, that's another of my homework assignments. And this entire series, uh, Smallville, is now on Hulu, I believe. It is, yeah. But it doesn't matter to me. I've got the DVDs. <laughs> because, again, physical media. Did you know that... Uh, What's his name? Brandon Routh. You know who was Superman? Yeah. In, uh, he kind of has a cameo in the 10th season. Oh, yeah? That's his silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> On the cover. That's the Superman Returns, like, promotional photo. <laughs> and they, they used his suit in this, too. Um, you never see Clark actually suited up in person. On CGI, but like his suit behind the glass there, that's like the Ralph it. suit. I miss Welcome to the Suicide Squad. She just said the line. Nope. <laughs> we missed it. Agent Mercer. <gasps> no! Dun dun dun. What a neat thing to reveal. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed she was a manipulative secret. It's her eighth <laughs> heel turn in this fucking show. Um, oh, yeah, there's uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Oh, they look good. Yeah, that was a really good episode, the Booster Gold episode. Oh, and it's over. Oh, yeah, and there's, uh, what's his name? That's Jarrell, played by... What the fuck is that guy's name? Is that Gleason? No. 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 He's one of those <sighs> 80s actors. Fuck, well, I can't remember his name. He I'm looks familiar, but... really annoyed that I can't remember his name. His <laughs> Aquaman. Uh, that's not Deathstroke. I thought it was going to be Deathstroke. <laughs> no. Please don't show me that again. <laughs> <laughs> that was upsetting. That was. <laughs> anyway, so that was Smallville, Absolute Justice, the fucking Vertigo episode <laughs> of Smallville with Sandman. What would your rating be? This is a Vertigo for me. I love this. This to me is like my favorite of Smallville. Just this unabashedly super heroic. Uh, there's probably, I don't know, there's probably better episodes maybe. I think the Booster Gold episode is probably better because it's really fun. <laughs> but uh, but this is just my favorite. I love just the nerdiness and just the comic book shit that they throw in. <laughs> yeah, it is. It does really embrace that, and you got to give it props for it. Shouldn't I've... have taken nine years to get to that point, but that's <laughs> no. a different conversation. <laughs> well, maybe it sounds like whoever took over for the initial showrunners were not afraid of yeah. the tights and flights. Oh, they still didn't have any tights on him or flights, but whatever. <laughs> it does just seem so odd to me that you would have a show about Superman and not have him fly for nine years. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was fun. I don't feel like I should rank it because I, I, again, I haven't watched all of Smallville and I feel like if you have seen all of Smallville, the show has a larger impact for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, especially at the time, it's a pretty important show. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of a curio, and it's fun to, like, look back on it and be like, oh, it's, you know, the fucking no tights, <laughs> 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 like, no flights, whatever. But back then, I mean, that was, this is this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I can see how it would be. What are you looking for? I was just logging it. Oh. <laughs> I'm box again. Uh, but yeah, I, I like it. It's just, whatever. The show as a whole, yeah, I don't know. Show as a whole is probably about a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this episode is a big old ten from me. <laughs> they did it well. Yeah. 
Join us next time. Yeah, we'll be back to talk about something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we like to keep it mysterious that way. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't know what we're going to do next. So. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good one, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>